Welcome to the Crone's Porch, Magic, Witchcraft, and a Liminal Approach to Magical Faith. This is your grandmother's podcast. Content warning. Actually, for nothing. There's no strong language in this episode, but there is a content warning. This episode is a guided meditation. So there will be an invoking of a circle, an invoking of entities and ancestors and some other things. So if you are someone that is highly perceptive to that, when circles are called, circles are called for you. Just a content warning on that. Be prepared, or if that's not your vibe, skip this episode. Uh, but a little late than never, it's the Maybon episode. Apologies, end of September into the beginning of October is very busy for Ian. But this episode is our Maybon. It is a guided meditation utilizing kind of a root to sky or earth to sky guided meditation to honor that which is the almost last harvest so we i hope you enjoy this episode it's definitely a a new type of episode for me ian uh and i hope you enjoy it so grab your favorite lap blanket pull up a rocking chair and join me ian on the crone's porch yeah okay there it goes Hello, everyone on the internet. Uh, yeah, I'm by myself. So uh, just as, I guess, a little bit of announcement. Uh, this is the Maybon episode. No, we're a little late. Uh, sorry, me personally, Ian. Life is busy. Uh, continuing to do my job. It is now LGBTQ History Month, and mid-September is a lot of things leading into that. So a lot of prep going into that. But better late than never. Uh, and the reason I'm doing this by myself is Colin and I talked about it and, you know, Will of the Year episodes are sometimes complicated because we, in some ways, have run out of new things to say, uh, new things to explore, new things to teach, or new things to talk about. And you can only talk about what you do in High Holiday for so much, as you probably have been able to tell our episodes get shorter and shorter throughout the time. So... We're going to keep doing high holiday episodes, but try new things here and there. And this is one of them. So I wanted to do not necessarily a live ritual, but a guided meditation. For me, guided meditations have always had a place in my practice, uh, especially on high holiday, especially being for a long time and even still a little bit today, a solitary practitioner. I tend to use guided meditations as a way to do rituals since I can't necessarily sometimes do some of the community things and the community traditions. So this is one that uh, my mentor taught me. It is a guided meditation about push and pull. Um, I will invite you all, if you're listening to this as a guided meditation at certain points, to invite who you think should be in the space, whether that be deity or ancestors. Um, so I'll leave that open to you. But the rest of it, uh, just sit back and relax. I am as a part of my practice, doesn't need to be a part of your practice, am uh, vibing with, uh, I am drinking Valkyrie's Choice Original Craft Mead from Grunfeld Meadery. Uh, it helps me get in the mood. I'm also uh, going with some frankincense uh, incense in my favorite backflow incense with Maiden Mother and Crone. So I'm getting myself in the mood. So take some time as kind of I center myself and get ready to do this practice. Uh, and so here we go. But first, a sip. In order to start this meditation, I want to set the space. 
for me, I'm going to go with a more classic setting of the space, but every practice has their own tradition. I'm going to use Four Corners. It's a little bit more accessible to many different practices and doesn't necessarily have a particular tone to it. So first I call to the west. I call to waters. I call to life. I call to emotion. Be with us in this moment as we explore that which is given to us in the harvest, being joyful, being exuberant. Join us in this moment. Hail and welcome. Next, I call to the south, to fire, to passion, to hard work, and to dedication. Join us today as we explore this harvest being joyful of our hard work, being passionate in our community, and as we explore today, hail and welcome. We're actually going to cut some of this, so Ian cut out all the north, south, east, west bit. I actually should be calling different directions. I call, yeah, east, south, west, north. East, south, west, north, go clockwise, duh. And so we begin. I call to the east, to air, to community, to music, to joy, to life, to levity. Join us today as we give thanks for this harvest, as we join in songs of community if we're together, or silent, thoughtful meditation if we're alone. Hail and welcome. I call to the south, to fire, to passion, to hard work and dedication. Be with us as we ignite our dedication as we move into this winter season, as we celebrate this, our almost final harvest. Hail and welcome. And I call to the west, to waters, to life, to that which gave us this harvest, ask that you be with us and allow us to explore the depths of our gratitude, the depths of our joy, and the depths of our feeling around this, our almost last harvest. Hail and welcome. And finally, I call to the north, to the bedrock, to the earth itself, that which gave us this gift of the harvest, that which we stand on, that which we build on, that which we grant, or that which we build our communities and build our homes and build ourselves. Be with us so that we may know stability today, that we may have a solid ground to work from, a solid passion to build from. Hail and welcome. And it's at this time that those who are listening, who are using this as a meditation or a ritual, I ask that you call that which you call earth whether that be a father, whether that be a earth mother, whether that be an ancestor who you feel connected to, who represents the earth and that which we get from it. I ask all of those that, to come into the space, to leave their weapons at the door, to come into this as a community, to come in this space of reflection. Hail and welcome. And I ask, if any others wish to join us, if you call ancestors as a separate thing, if you call any other, if you call the land spirits, if you call the good folk, 
whatever it is for your practice, we welcome them to in the space with open arms, hail and welcome. And we ask that you be here peacefully and joyously. So Maybon is not our last harvest, but it is almost our last harvest. It is pulling from which, gathering from the earth, which will hopefully sustain us to the winter. It's a pensive time, a time where we are filling our grain storages, whether spiritually or literally, where we are gathering that which needs to be gathered, and often a time where we are planting an idea, planting a hope, planting something to learn, planting something we wish to gather on our first harvest, when we have exited the winter, when we have survived or thrived, something you wish to reap, a silent lesson, something to take with us into winter. And so this meditation seeks to do that. So as that you get comfortable, that you ground yourself wherever you are, whether that be sitting or standing. And I ask that you close your eyes if you wish, or find a nice, quiet, uh, colorful or singular color space to lock eyes with. Or even if you are with someone, to lock eyes with them and kind of connect in this moment. So we begin by finding our center. Breathing deep breath in. Deep breath out, feeling the air draw into ourselves, feeling it fill our lungs, expand our diaphragm and retract, feeling our lungs tighten, our diaphragm push the air out. And now we feel into our bodies, starting with our extremities, wiggling our toes, flexing our feet, rolling our ankles, feeling the ground beneath our feet, stability in our homes or for outdoors, the grass, the wetness if it just rained here, the warmth or the coolness, depending on where you're from. We feel up into our calves and our shins, feeling our leg muscles tighten, our thighs, the bend in our knees, up into our lower bodies, feeling the power our legs hold, the stability they give us, the power that they can have. And we feel up into our cores, feel our stomachs. If you have just eaten, if you feel the sustenance in your body, if you're hungry, feeling that hunger, feeling that which drives us up into our chests, into our middles, feeling the tightness perhaps in our shoulders, tensing them and releasing them, feeling our back muscles stretching and giving us height out through our biceps, into our elbows, into our forearms, into our hands, the things that we often make with, the things that can give us language, that can write for us, that can give gifts to others. If you are a person that cracks your knuckles, I encourage you to do so and to feel those extremities. 
back into our shoulders, rolling them back, strengthening and stretching our shoulders, giving us height, giving us power into our neck, feeling our vocal cords, maybe even admitting a vocal sound, whether that just be a groan or a hum, something to give your vocal cords life and remind you that you too can make sound, that you can have communication, whether verbally or not, you know, feeling into our throats, feeling into our jaws, clenching it and relaxing it, moving our jaws, extending, feeling the stretch in our faces, scrunching our faces and all the way up into our heads, having now full, felt the fullness of our bodies and where we are in this moment, we can now begin the meditation. So I want you to feel back into your legs, extending down through your knees, bending them, reminding yourself of that movement if possible. Down into calves, into our feet, flexing them. And I want you to extend beyond that, to push down your feet whether you imagine it as roots or whether you imagine it as an extension of your very being or whether you imagine it as just some nebulous extension, push down. I am on the fourth floor of an apartment complex, so I'm going to push down through the apartments below me, being mindful to not invade their spaces, you know, sliding through the crevices within the walls until I can find the ground. I can find the earth and I will know I have done so when I begin to feel for me the coolness of that earth. It is a cool day and cool night here. Feeling that coolness, feeling the earth, feeling the mud, feeling that which lives in it and relishing in that feeling, the feeling of earth, the feeling of life. And I want to push even further push down through that which gives us life, that which is earth, pushing deeper, pushing past, even pushing through time, pushing through earths our ancestors walked on and tilled, earth which gave past beings life, earth which is now compressed, even feeling that tightness of deeply compressed earth. And I want you to push further and further and further until you see a light. This light could be the center of the earth. It might be the center of your universe. It might be the center of something deeper or something greater. But I want you to approach that light with gentleness. If you were pushing deep and fast, I want you to slow down to a light crawl. Approach the light with that which you are extending for me roots. It might be tendrils. It might be your feet directly. And I want you to just lightly touch the light. And I want you to feel that light's warmth, to feel its passion, its energy, its excitement, but also note that it is sleepy. That it is ready to go to sleep and slumber and gain back its force through winter. And as that warmth kind of flows through back through your root systems, I want you to extend and push your extensions to wrap into 
that light. For some, it might feel like entering the orb or entering the brightness. For others, it might be an extension around to hold that light. But I want you to hold it tight enough that it feels like the embrace of love, but gentle enough that it does not feel like you are crushing it. And again, I want that warmth to radiate out. Now you can feel all around it. And I want you to pull on that warmth. Pull on that light, whatever color it may be. For me, I often think in warm tones because of the warmth. So for me, it's orange and yellow and red. And I want you to pull gently at first, but start to give it speed. Pull it up through your root systems, up through the land of our ancestors, up into the land that is now, up into the very tops of the soil, that coolness, but you feel it start to warm as the light comes up. Pull it up out of the earth, up however high you are, if you are on the earth, right into you. For me again, up a few floors. And I want you to pull it into your feet to instantly feel that warmth on the bottom of your feet. And I want you to feel it. It is not hot. It does not burn. It is maybe surprising how warm it is. I want you to feel it on the bottoms of your feet. And I want you to pull it, warm the tops of your feet, feel the warmth on the top. Pull it up through your ankles into your shins and your calves. Feel the warmth almost relax your muscles into your knees. If you are someone on your feet, all day because of work, I want that heat to feel nice and relaxing in your knees, through your thighs, into your core, and I want to hold it in our core. And I want you to continue pulling up until you can pull a solid mass into your core. And once you can do so, stop your pulling from that light and hold it in your core. This orb of light or this radiating light, hold it in your core and feel that warmth in your center. Feel it pushing and radiating out. You can still feel the warmth in your legs and the warmth in your arms and the warmth in your chest and up through your head. But the core of it is there in your center. And I want you to hold that. Always feel that warmth. If you are missing that warmth, pull once again from below and recapture that warmth, but hold it in your center. Now, while you have that held in your center, I want you to imagine something sprout from the top of your head. Whether that be a plant, whether that be the personification of you or a gateway opening to the ether, Imagine something sprouts from the top of your head and imagine it grow and imagine it continue to grow up out of wherever you are. If you're indoors or if you're outdoors, extending high into the sky. And I want it, you to feel the clouds, the wisps of air, maybe the wisps of coolness, the wisps of moisture. If you are in some place that maybe has some winter tinging in the air, maybe a, a brisk of a frost. I want you to push beyond that. Push to the very edges of the atmosphere, feeling the thinness of the air, perhaps the edge of the atmosphere, attention starting to go from something to nothing. And I want you to push past that, push into the nothing, feel the coolness, the vacuum of space, this empty place where nothing seems to exist. Maybe we can perceive 
other entities, asteroids, or planets, or things, but we feel an emptiness. And that emptiness should not be scary. It should not cause you pause or make you fear. It is just empty. But you will find something. Another light. A seed, perhaps from the future, or a lesson, or a seed from your past. You find this thing. Maybe it is a light orb. Maybe it is an object, if that is something that you see. And I want you to grasp it. Grasp it in the leaf, or maybe even pop out a hand from whatever has extended far into the universe. And grasp it tightly in that thing, in that grasp. And I want you to begin to pull on that. Remember having the warmth in our core. Remember that warmth. If you have lost that warmth or it feels like it's fading, again, pull from the deep and bring that back to your core. Have that warmth. But up in the ether, pull on that object. For me, it is a seed. I'm going to pull it down, pull it back through that nothing until I feel something, until I feel the edges of the atmosphere of the earth, until I start again that thinness of air down through the coolness, the tinges of frost, the moisture in the air, the wisps of cloud down until I start to approach myself again, slowing down a little bit so we don't make too heavy an impact and pull it in to me, pull it right through that which opened in our head and pull it down and hold it around your sight line, around where your eyes are, around where you perceive sight, nose, smell, taste in our mouth. And sit with that new object for a little bit. Examine it. What is it? What does it feel like? What message might it be? A message from the future, a message from the past, a note out there meant for us to find, a note meant for us to give. And once you have studied your object, pull it down. Pull it down through your mouth, maybe even feeling it in your mouth, feeling its roundness or its warmth or its coolness. Maybe it has a liquid feel to it. Pull it down through your throat into your chest and have it meet the light from the earth. Have them mix. Maybe the light from the earth envelops it, that warmth holds it and cradles it. Maybe they start to swirl, but have them start to combine. This is where our harvest of the land and our message from the past or future begin to collide because with each harvest we learn that which the past has given us what our ancestors lessons have taught us what our hard work from the summer and the spring have reaped for us but we also have to look forward again maybon is a pensive time a time where we don't necessarily know what's coming in winter we don't know if it'll be harsh. We don't know if our stores are going to be enough. We don't know what we will need to sustain us, but we can rely on the fact that what we know now, we can leave for ourselves in the future. And so as those two entities swirl together, I ask that you push them down, that you push them down through your core, out into your thighs, through your knees, the warmth still feeling good, but now has a tinge of colds of something yet, not yet to be and something that may will be happening out down our calves, out through our feet, 
down our root system that is still in the earth, down into the earth, into that coolness. And we're not going to go quite as deep. We are just going to go as deep as it takes us to find our ancestral lands, the lands our ancestors walked on, the lands that they cultivated, the lands that sustain us and our families, the lands that disdain our history. And I want you to stop there with this seed. And I want you to ask any questions that need to be asked. Give any blessings or thanks to those that need it or that request it or that require it or that ask it of you. I want you to maybe say thank you. Maybe say hi to any ancestors who might be there, who might be asking and reaching out to you. And I want you to leave the seed there. Let it go. The warmth and that coolness have left us. And I want you to begin to pull on your roots, pull on your tendrils, pull on your extension into the earth, pulling it up from that deep center, that warmth, that light. We're going to say goodbye to the light for now, but it too has to slumber and it too needs to recharge and it too needs to reflect on its lessons, on what it gave us and what it is going to give us. And we're going to pull back up back up through the land of our ancestors, noting our seed, that which we will harvest at another time, that which we will hope will sustain and grow and sprout once spring comes. Pulling up through cold earth, through all the life that is still in it, even though winter is coming, pulling through the topsoil, the coolness, into the maybe biting colds of the air, up through wherever you are. Again, I still have to go four floors up into our feet. And again, we're going to feel into our body, allowing our roots to come to their center, allowing us to remember our extremities, our feet and our toes, our heads and our neck, our shoulders, our knees, our hips, and ultimately our core. As we come to the close, remember that seed that we planted, the lessons maybe it whispered to us, the premonitions of what might be coming, the lessons from the past that may come to guide us through the winter, and we come back into ourselves. Wherever you are that might be stretching, remembering that you too are alive and here in this moment and need to move, it might be opening our eyes and relaxing again into us into this moment, into who we are and what we are doing. Maybe this is a time for you to jot down. I particularly like to jot down while I'm still in ritual space because all the memories are still present, the visions or the sense are still present, and I can get notes down. But I'm going to bring us to the end. I'm going to first offer you two things. I like to end, and I think this is, again, a thing from my mentor, every ritual with cakes and ale. It does two things. One, it grounds us. This is why cakes and ale tend to be bread or carb-dense items because we spend a lot of energy to do ritual. So I will offer you cake forever you may have and ask that you never hunger. And I ask that if you're with others or you might meet others later today, that even if it's subtle and not in a flashy way, that you ask that they never hunger too and you pay that gift forward. I also offer you drink. I offer you water, ale. For me, I'm actually drinking mead, so an actual ale um, for whatever beverage you might partake in or your favorite. And I ask that you never thirst. 
in the same similar way that we ask that you never hunger, we ask that life gives you sustenance, that it gives you hope, that it gives you prowess, that it gives you what you need to get on <laughs> and get through and prosper. And so may you never thirst. And again, if you are able to, and you're coming into contact with people in the, in the near future, that you pass that gift on, that you ask that others may never thirst, even giving them the gift of drink. And from here, we must say goodbye. We start with our ancestors because we ask them to come last. All the others, actually, the ancestors and the others, the good folk or any other spirits that you may work with. We thank them for their time, perhaps for their protection, if you particularly invoked protection entities. We ask that they go in peace, that they enjoy their time here, and hail and farewell. Next, we say goodbye to the big ask the the deities if you invited deities in the you know the father spirits the earth mothers if you invoked ancestors in this moment particularly as guides or as watchers we thank them for their time we thank them for their guidance we thank them for their power or whatever they offered us in this moment to assist us in this time and we say hail and farewell and from here, we let go of our circle, moving in the opposite direction of what we invoked. So we start in the north, to the north, to the earth, to that which we stand on, that which we build our homes on, that which we plant in, and that which we take from and give back to. We thank you for your gifts. We thank you for being the land which we stand on, the land which our peoples come from, the land which we sometimes rightfully or even unrightfully find ourselves on. We thank it for what it has done for us. And we say hail and farewell. Then we go to the West. We thank the West, the waters, that which helps give us life, that which we drink from, the emotion, the joy we feel in the harvest, the perhaps fear or worry we take with us into winter, feeling all of that which there is to feel, and we thank them for being here when we say hail and farewell. And we move to the south, to fires, to hard work, to dedication, to passion. We ask that that fire carries with us, that it sustains us, that it gives us its warmth as we move into colder months, more months of uncertainty where our fires may dim and our hope and passion may dwindle. But we ask that it never goes out, that we always maintain an ember of hope so that come spring, come when we can gather kindling and reignite ourselves, we are able to do so with the embers that we carried through winter. And we say thank you and hail and farewell. And finally, to the east, to air, to the life in our lungs, we thank you for giving us the gifts that we have been given, for our ability to communicate however we communicate, sing songs however we sing songs, give passion and joy wherever we can. We ask that you give us sustaining breath through winter, that we do not forget that when we breathe, we are alive, and that when we are alive, we can do, and that when we can do, we can persevere and be resilient in the face of uncertain times. And we thank you for that breath. And we say hail and farewell. And so from there, I thank you all for listening to this guided meditation. And it is time that I say hail and farewell to you. 
that I thank you for your time, that I thank you for participating if you chose to use this as a participation, that I hope that you got something out of this. This is one of my favorite kind of guided meditations. It's kind of push into the earth and pull from the heavens. It's a duality. I'm a Libra and I love dualities. Uh, it allows us to extend down into places of ancestors or lower worlds or whatever you conceptualize that as. It allows us to extend up into ether. It embraces nothing and everything. Again, I love it. It's, it's a go-to. It can be used at any time. You know, extending our root systems down or extending down into the earth and reminding us that earth does exist and we are here. And extending up into the heavens or up into the sky and reminding that there is a limitlessness, an emptiness, something yet to be created or something exciting and cold all at the same time. So I hope you got something out of it. Um, we do got an episode coming up for October and we are fast approaching our season finale in November where we will then take our time off for the holidays to spend with us and our families. So thank you again. And to you, I say hail and farewell.